everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. We have a big one today for you. I cannot wait for this because to interview artists we've reacted to and to get a little glimpse into their personal life, Nick, to know kind of how they created the music, what they're like on a day-to-day -day basis, yeah. and the mental health piece to what their artistry is. I can't wait for this. I'm going to let you announce who this is. Okay. Well, y'all know by the title who it is, but uh, we're That's interviewing uh, Ivan B today. So Ivan B is, we've reacted to three of his songs. One is on YouTube for everybody to see and the other two on Patreon. Um, so that's another reason to go to Patreon because you yep. can see the other two songs. But we definitely will do more Ivan B in the future. Um, I'm excited for this one because I don't really know a ton about him. So I'm really looking forward to like getting to know who he is. And to hear artists who have created music, and especially in this COVID world where kind of a couple years got taken off for all yeah, artists who were, would be normally touring, you know, and somebody who's not touring around because a lot of artists still aren't that we get a chance to to kind of hear like what's been going on and what's yeah. about to go on and you know your music that you've made and the music maybe that you're thinking of making or in the are uh, act just actively making now yeah uh, that's really cool and of course i get to ask a lot about mental health and therapy and what his views are on it which of i hope course. are really positive yeah okay yeah. anything Super else fun. We cannot, i cannot wait let's let's get into this let's dive in all right so without further ado here we go ivan b Ivan B, thanks so much for taking the time to be here on the Reaction Therapy Podcast. I know you're a busy guy and you've got a lot going on, but we really appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. I have to ask first off, it's a double question. Number one, uh, I want to know about your name and Ivan B. I Googled you and tried to find where the B was. I couldn't find it, but tell us where your name uh, originated and then also when your kind of music career started. Yeah, so, well, the B kind of stands for uh, my last name. My last name is Paniagua, and, uh, and, and in English, it, it translates to bread and water, which is what I went by when I started making music in high school. And, uh, you know, to make it short and sweet, you know, I, I wanted to <laughs> make it more of like a, a um, something that stands out a little bit more clean. So I kind of went by my first name but i wanted to keep something from my roots so um i kept the the b at the end of it uh which is you know uh the first part of your question the other part um i started making music when i was a freshman in high school uh i remember i, I used to be a pretty big gamer back in the day so i didn't have any equipment i just had my i think it's like the first time i'm talking about this but um I had a PlayStation headset that I used to record on GarageBand. Uh, and then the first, uh, yeah, the first B I think I like ever wrote to was to, um, stand by Eminem, like that one beat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of how that started. I was like 14, 15. That is so cool. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing how much can happen nowadays, right? With, with technology and what people can do, even from the time you're 14 to now. Like what yeah. you can do with that. It's incredible. Mm. Yeah, it was, uh, it didn't sound too good, but, but you know, you got to start somewhere. Right. So I guess my first question I would ask you is, 
Um, so you obviously are, have been an artist for a little bit now. Um, so what would you tell your younger self if you got the chance to kind of not start all over again, but kind of like look back, what would you tell yeah. your younger self? Um, honestly, back then I was into mental health aware. So I was pretty hard on myself a lot. Um, right now I go to therapy once every other week. So the biggest thing I would tell uh, my younger self, I guess, is to not be so hard on yourself uh, and to just enjoy the process of making music and not worry too much about like how it's going to be perceived or just to, because I always made music because I needed to make music, but I was also, I remember back then I was worried about like the perception of it and I guess mainly just to not overthink and to be too hard on yourself. That is really good because, man, when you talk about high school and even becoming an artist, but especially high school, just for every person out there, there's so yeah. much focus on fitting in and, you know, an image that you present, especially now with social media. Ivan, I've, I've been a psychotherapist for, what, 27 years, almost 30 years now. And I've seen from the days when there wasn't technology, honestly, in the mid-90s, to now, and I can't believe how image-driven everything is now because you put posts out and you put pictures or videos of yourself and everyday people. When I was in high school, you went home and you were with your friends in the neighborhood or whatever, and then you went back to school the next day and saw those people, but now it's on 24-7. And that leads to my thought of, okay, mental health side here. I, yeah. I kind of thought of a question of, uh, does your upbringing or your life enter your lyrics at all? But I kind of think, I think every artist probably life enters their lyrics, but how much has your life experience entered the lyrics you've written down? I think pretty much almost all of it. Really? Mainly because um, I'm just the type of person, to, I just can't like fake anything. Like if I feel something, I have to say it in the moment or just be honest with who I'm talking to. And when I'm making music, it's kind of like I'm being honest with myself. So I think that's as raw as it can get. Um, pretty much, uh, I mean, like, you know, growing up, I didn't really have, like, I had some friends, but I, I didn't, I wasn't, like, I was kind of like the, the out, outcast person, like, in, like, high school. I kind of did my own thing a bit. I made music, and people were like, oh, you're rapping now, and it's just, like, and everyone's like, you know, looking forward to college and going to, mm -hmm. you know, whatever universities. And I was never really too good at school. Uh, I was just, I mean, I was just like writing lyrics in like class. I should have been paying more attention. Yeah. But <laughs> I was just so into the art of it that, you know, part of me just I always had like a knack for like, like giving advice, especially to like my close friends. So when I'm making music, I kind of felt like I was taking the approach of like giving advice to myself. So I don't know. It's kind of like a weird perspective I kind of had on that. It's got to be, it's got to be very hard as an artist because I almost think sometimes it's like putting your journal or your diary out to the world. You know, you're telling your life story. It's personal. You've been through something 
And, yeah. and even if it's not you personally, but you experience something with a friend or family member or something, it's going out there for everybody else to listen to and yeah. say whether it actually is good or not. And it's yeah, there was a day that if I didn't, I was making music and then the success never came, but I loved making music. I'd still make music yeah. because I think the success is like um, a byproduct of that. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of had a sense of that, that as long as I'm doing what I want to do, you know, I don't mind um, feeling the need of like sense of urgency or having that sense of urgency that comes along with it, because I feel like that's kind of like the, uh, the, um, the part of it. And I, and like, I, yeah. I look up to, uh, you know, a lot of, not a lot of artists, but there is like a few artists like J Cole. Um, I was a really big fan of when I was a, a waiter and hearing other, other artists story stories and when they're successful, how they wish they like kind of appreciated the grind a little mm -hmm. bit more, you know? Yeah. And so when I was a waiter, you know, I was like listening to J Cole. I'm like, man, yeah, this is, this is, the, these are the hard times, you know, I gotta like, you know, uh, suck it in. Um, yep. So like kind of the unknown kind of pushed me more, to be honest. Yeah. So you kind of um, were going where I was going with that. Um, is there an artist that you look up to as a person? So you said J. Cole. Is there any other kind of artist that you look up to? Um, right now, not so much. I'm uh, Back then, um, I mean, my taste is like always changing. You know, I like having a, a wide open palette of music. I love uh, hearing other artists like stories and how they like grew up and like um uh and, and what inspired them like for me like um um the j cole like story where he uh kind of was making beats and kind of stood out of one of um jay-z's um um studio buildings or whatever in, in the rain just to hand him a beat tape you know and um and other stories like um like logic and like how he grew up and around that time when i was making music um i um i i used a lot of the, those stories to kind of like um form some sense of like i can do it too you know and when i when i when i had that sense i kind of wanted to push that narrative a little bit more into my own music um and a lot of that came well, you could find it in my first album, like Don't Look Down. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of was inspired by um, those stories that uh, anyone can do it, that if you, you know, you don't put yourself down, um, you can make, you can, you can make it. Um, I, I, for today, like artists that inspire me today, like I haven't really been listening to, to too much, like, other music i kind of just been working on my own stuff lately mm -hmm. and the next chapter i'm kind of um working on like uh a sequel a little bit um from from my first album so uh i kind of went on a tangent there but hopefully I answered your question i i wondered about that just <clears throat> off the top of my head like what do artists do like you know people that we do a reaction channel on youtube and people that you know, listen to us, listen to so much different music. And I wonder how artists who are creating and trying to get in the mode of like creating new music, uh, you just kind of made me think maybe it's, maybe they do have to stay in their own 
vibe, their own music instead of listening to a bunch of music because it can all come in. I wonder, is that true? Like where when you're creating, you stay like kind of in your own bubble? Um, yes and no. Like I love like hip hop and like rap. I listen to like, you know, um, a lot of Drake. I like J. Cole a lot. I like Logic. Um, and I like, you know, alternative bands and, and pop artists. I like even listening to Justin Bieber. I like Laney. Ed Sheeran, you know, just a, a lot of uh, different types of artists because, you know, they're, they're very talented. They're all, you know, have their own styles and um, it's all kind of like, it, it really inspires me to kind of push mm -hmm. myself more artistically and um, with my songwriting, especially with like melodies and because yeah. growing up, like, or when I first started mu making music, I didn't know how to sing. I didn't know how to, I didn't know what a key was. <laughs> you know and uh, uh -huh. and you know uh the last couple of years i kind of figured out a little bit more of the difference between being like a good rapper and like a mm -hmm. good songwriter wow. you because know, most of the times you can be a really good rapper uh but it doesn't necessarily translate to songwriting and like hooks and like melodies so um yeah i guess i also what i would tell my younger self is to learn piano Wow. Yeah. yeah. Or pick up an instrument. <laughs> it would have been more useful by now. <laughs> That's really cool. But uh, I was just going to ask. So um, you kind of mentioned, you've mentioned like kind of like stuff you do. Um, so what about your like daily life? Um, tell us like a little bit behind the scenes of like what a day in the life yeah. of Ivan B is Dude, and like yeah. how you keep yourself balanced. That's what a lot of people behind the scenes I want to hear. Like, yeah. what are you like when you're not on the screen? Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm very, I'm a very spontaneous person. I'm also a very routine-based person. Like, um, it just depends on how I feel when I wake up. I'm pretty grounded in the sense of like, well, now I am because of therapy. Um, because I, I, you know, not to go off on another tangent, but I'm a pretty big perfectionist and what comes with that is like workaholism. And so before yeah. you asked me that question like three years ago, three years ago, I'd be like, yeah, I just rap, work out, come back and rap and go to bed, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, but now um, I like taking drives. I like hanging out with some of my really close friends. I like a lot of deep life uh, philosophy type, uh, talks. And, um, I like, uh, I do like working out. I do love mental health. Um, I like, uh, making music while I'm not necessarily even recording, but like mm -hmm. in like some random place out there in the middle of nowhere. Like I just like, uh, being more present in the moment. So, um, usually, but usually on like a, a day to day, um, I'm either uh, working out, going on a run outside, or um, spending time with my family. Yeah. Um, I, I travel quite a bit as well. I just came back from uh, Lake Tahoe mm. um, a little bit ago. I like taking a lot of like riding trips, especially like with where my life is at right now. Um, I feel like I'm just stepping into um the best place i've been musically and like what i want to say in a very yeah. long time so lately i've been more like uh 
more spiritual and like mm -hmm. uh you know taking a, a look around me more so i think that's super important when it that's, comes to making music that's pretty cool and the introspective piece you you walked right into my arena of mental health which i advocate for a lot a lot of the music i listen to well Almost all of well, all of the music I react to, I've never heard of before. And sometimes the artists I've never heard of, but you mentioned mental health. I'm a huge proponent of it, obviously, as a psychotherapist, but I'll, I'm the first to tell people all the time, there is good treatment and there's bad treatment. And I hate when people come to me and they've had therapy in the past and it didn't go well or it didn't work because a lot of times it's kind of like doctors, you could go to a doctor and they're not all great. And some of them haven't been trained yeah. as well as others. And so I, our whole preaching here, like Nick's shirt it's on today is we have, we say balance keeps me stable. And I thought, well, let's just keep that mantra because eating, sleeping, exercise, movement around, keeping a balance in life keeps us yeah. mentally more stable. Problems still happen, but we can cope with them more. And I wondered, I'm so grateful you said mental health because what does it mean to you when you when you consider therapy to me it's always meant to be preventative not reparative it's not meant to be an er room where life has fallen yeah. completely apart it's meant to keep problems from happening but what does mental health mean to you and what does therapy mean um pretty much it means to honor your feelings yeah. i think a lot of people um think that feeling down is a bad thing or feeling sad is a bad feeling or feeling lonely is a bad feeling these are just, uh, all feelings are good, you know? And um, the, the, the biggest thing is to honor them. If you feel like you don't want to do something and you would rather sit on the couch for a day, be there 100%, you know? Mm -hmm. If you feel like you want to, if you feel like you don't want to work out that day, it's a, like, that, that's completely okay too. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Uh, a lot of the times people kind of struggle with uh, a sense of not feeling good enough. And that stems from not honoring how you really feel because you're overworking yourself because you feel like you need to do things. But the thing is, the thing, the most important thing is, most important thing you need to do is take care of yourself. Yeah. So um, as a simple, the simplest answer I can give is to, be more like aware and in tune on like how you feel on those hard days and to understand that that's just your body letting you know, hey, I kind of need a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. um, y your body is actually very aware and in tune a lot more, like your subconscious yeah. um, on, on the things that you actually need. If you pay more attention to those things, um, slowly you'll feel a big difference in your life when you wake up when you want to do things you you'll feel more um more validated and more empowered when you yeah. when you start putting yourself as a priority and in order to do that you have to first look at uh, on how you're honoring your feelings so that's kind of like the biggest thing for me that's why the the pieces of journaling of yoga of meditation all of those things are so valuable for people to get within themselves instead of staying up in their brain and their head with all the thoughts all day. So that was really well said about feelings and how important they are. Good job, man. Thank you. I like that. <laughs>
All right, so um, we have, obviously, we told you beforehand that we have a really good, or maybe during it, I don't remember, uh, really good supporter of our channel, Zach Sabala, who... Oh, shout out to Zach. He is a supporter of man, you. He's like, Ivan B is mental health. Um, Y'all have to react yeah. to this. So he's been a huge supporter of you and us as well. So I asked him, I'm like, okay, I want to ask you um, two questions that Zach has asked. So the first one being, what was the biggest thing in your life or what has been the biggest thing in your life that has impacted you the most from a mental health perspective? Mm, wow. Okay. <laughs> the first what has impacted him most from a mental health perspective that you want to uh, share? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, man, the biggest thing, I mean, there's a... There's a lot of big things that kind of like impacted me for sure. Um, I guess the biggest thing is that um, I haven't ever really talked about it and I'm okay to talk about it. And I'm also going to be kind of diving into it more on my next project cool. for next year. But a lot of people don't know that I was actually married for a year. Mm -hmm. And like I said, mental health really played a part on why I'm not married anymore. Wow. Um, the, with the whole therapy thing. Yeah. And, uh, before I had a lot of like anxiety, a lot of, you know, depression that I didn't, uh, address. Mm -hmm. And because of that, if you don't, you know, take care of yourself in the right ways, you're going to end up in situations or yeah. make decisions that, that you wouldn't have made if you kind of mm -hmm. took inventory on how you felt and how you carried yourself, carry yourself. So, you know, dealing with, uh, looking back on how I made decisions on, on how I felt out of, you know, feeling, you know, uh, not good enough, mm -hmm. um, loneliness, uh, and things like that. Um, what impacted me most from that whole experience was that there isn't any other place that can give you the feeling of feeling good enough but yourself and coming to uh, a sense of like peace and, and figuring that out really kind of uh, empowered me more into being more secure with who I am and my values and kind of wanna, what I want out of life and not necessarily like, even if it's like not paired with how I grew up or Mm -hmm. or what was like expected of me or whatever even with like my faith or beliefs yeah. um so um i think that's kind of one of the biggest things that um helped me shape my like whole mental health like journey is kind of the whole um feeling of uh independency and like being strong and just who you are as a person and as a man that yeah. you don't really need anyone else you kind of just uh you know when you have that uh, uh, that sense of like grounding in that in that regard it's it's kind of like you kind of like open your eyes on like who are your friends and who yep. is really close to you and like yeah. um you know, in that whole world. Yeah. That's what I want people to understand about mental health, that number one, it's not a one-way street when it comes to therapy. It's not just you go in, you sit down, people get this picture of you sit down and you just like talk your feelings and then you get up and you leave and you come back the next week. And it's a, it's a two-way street. And if you have a good mental health professional, they are, what I try to do is I try to kind of be a mirror in a way, like I'm going to show you what I see, 
going on yeah. with you and where you've been, what you've been through. And I'm going to care about you, support you, but also confront you on the things that I noticed, the blind spots you can't tell. Mm -hmm. And that helps you find yourself. Like for, for me as a mental health person, it's not me fixing anything for people. It's just me having insight and awareness about patterns of behavior and things that I notice. And you actually transform yourself. I mean, you just laid that out so clearly. And I love how people who don't see you on a day-to-day -day basis can get a perspective of Ivan B that, hey, he's a real guy too. He's been through real stuff. He might be creating music, but that doesn't mean life and problems and challenges aren't out there for you as well. Gosh. Yeah. All right. So the second question he asked, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but uh, the question that I asked you was about um, an artist that you look up to. Zach's question is more about who, what artist or person influenced you the most to make music? Um, the, I guess uh, growing up probably would be Eminem uh, to huh. rap. <laughs> um, I, I like, I grew, I mean, I grew up listening to a lot of Michael Jackson too. Oh, wow. Um, my dad actually was like a DJ when I was like a, like a really small child. <laughs> That's so um, cool. Uh, and he, and yeah, Michael Jackson and 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 Eminem, you know, they're two different. Uh, but yeah. they really like you know inspired me a lot. I mean, I was a huge M fan. I wasn't really allowed to listen to Eminem when I was a kid, though. But you know, as I grew older, <laughs> I kind of, I was like, I'm still gonna listen to Eminem anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it, like just the storytelling part and. Yeah. But what really like captivated me was like, like, even though like a lot of his stuff is, you know, um, I'm very, he's very like blunt and direct, but also super like, um, honest, mm -hmm. like very introspective at times and super, um, just honest on like where he's at in life and, and not, not like withholding, you know, like you, you, when you listen to a lot of his stuff, it's very, I'm just going to say how I feel and this is how it is. And this is yeah. what happened. This is exactly what happened, you know? So it inspired me to just kind of do that in my own way with my own life and like say things that, you know, people don't really want to talk about, you know, mm -hmm. um, which is like, the more I did that, the more I saw the the audience grow because they're like oh i relate to this this is what happened i never talk about it because it's super personal yeah you know that's what they would tell me so uh, at the same time you know talking about my personal life and the hardships that i've gone through is um is very therapeutic for me sometimes i forget that people will you know hear it yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> like the, the 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 hardest parts of your life and but I've kind of, uh, you know, that that's what inspired me from Eminem is, you know, listening to his stuff. Yeah. Um, was just like being okay with just being honest and putting that into your music and let mm -hmm. people have it for themselves, you know. Um, which is why I'm fine with like talking about like the hardships in my life because yeah. I know people will like relate to it and and even though they might not be t comfortable talking about mm -hmm. it there's something about hearing someone else talk about it that you're like, ah, oh, man, I went through this. And I, even though I don't have, you know, people to talk to about it, um, I can listen to this artist and yeah. he's talking about it, you know? So and I feel I, like, I don't know. It's, 
I feel like it's kind of like a calling a little bit to just be a little bit more honest on like mm -hmm. the harder things that I've been through, you know, such as like, you know, just the way some things in my life when I grew up that I talk about my music and, you know, even the things that I just went through the last couple of years. Um, so, you know, sometimes when I feel like a little bit insecure, I'm like, ah, is this a little too much? You know, is this just like, I, I actually do listen to other artists and their music and I find myself like getting inspired because they're like, man, like they're just painting such like a vivid picture mm -hmm. that I need, I need to like, it, it pushes me to, you know, push my pen and, and yeah. like, I, I think about like, what am I saying? You know, like, that's kind of like a little bit more, just to put more meaning behind it and mm -hmm. things like that. And that's why, you know, speaking of Eminem, I think it's very honest. And one thing I've noticed about him and his music, because I didn't really listen to much of it either prior to last December, is that he's very good at also raising his hand and taking accountability. Like this, like you said, this is what happened. This is how it went down. This was my part of it. Like this is what I should have done as a father or a husband or a person. And yeah. he just owns it and moves on. I thought that was really cool. But your music, okay, I've got to ask three questions on songs that we've reacted to with you. Mm -hmm. uh, this is just selfish for me, but with Lost, like who are you speaking to there? Yeah. The message in that song, like I'm sitting there trying to figure out who is he talking to? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, th that song, it, like I was, I'm, I'm a very spiritual, a spiritual person you know i'm i'm very active at heart like i believe mm -hmm. in god and um like back then i was uh um like i said i was like pretty hard on myself and it wasn't really like in regards to just like just with music it was kind of like with like that's my purpose in life you know like mm -hmm. uh i pray and like i don't get answers and things like that um at that time you know all my friends or the friends that i did have you know they were yeah i'm i'm moving out of state i'll see you later you know yeah. and i'm still in my hometown i'm like you know uh so it's it's it, it, at at that time of my life i'm i'm broke yeah. i you know i have a 2.3 gpa <laughs> um, i'm a waiter uh i don't have all my classes you know uh um e even passing college like yep. it's because i'm like making music and i don't have anything really to show for it except for you know a, a little bit of a a buzz on soundcloud yeah. at the time so um i was you know basically talking to, to 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 god for the most part in that song um and you know i talk about a little bit of other things in, in, in that song sometimes i i like I write lines in my music that's just like like reminders just for myself. So when I go back and listen to it, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm, yeah. Um, that's just kind of like my selfish thing with what I do with my music is sometimes <laughs> it isn't even for the people. Uh -huh, it's for myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so people are like, yo, when you said that, what, is, what does this mean? And sometimes I like, I don't want to talk about it because it's like kind of like a special thing for myself, you know? uh i don't know i've always kind of liked doing that um but uh as you know side note but yeah i basically was talking to like god and being like kind of introspective with that as well 
What about like with this time, you know, it had a very NF kind of feel to it. I don't know if you've listened to much NF or you've had any inspiration from yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. NF. Had, NF's good. It had a real, that was really cool. Like, I love that vibe. I even saw uh, Crip do a reaction to you of, of that. And it was really cool. But it, it, any inspiration, because I've heard you sing and I've heard you rap. Like, I've heard different styles from you in the music that we've heard, which is really cool for the range. Yeah. Do you like one over the other, the singing, the rapping? Well, the thing is, like, since, like, before my album days, I made, like, three mixtapes. And I've always, always, like, loved making different kinds of music, you know? It's just that when I wanted to make a really serious album and, like, a super deep one and just rap, and that's the one that kind of blew up a little bit, you know? Um, but if you look before that, like... Uh, like the day ones like the real day ones like they know like i love like r&b i love like even though it, it wasn't mixed it didn't sound too good back then but <laughs> just the i just you know i just love all kinds of music you know yeah. um and um yeah like the the like the song this time i remember writing that i was in a i was on i was in some mountain uh in in northern california and it was like it was a, a bunch of stars and i took my laptop and made music on and i plugged it into my ox and my uh and i was just there for a few hours and i was just writing wow and um yeah it was it it, it definitely you know i've always been like a very like emotional person i'm very uh i'm not apologetic with like how i you know put my energy into my music or what I say or, or whatever. But, um, at that time I like, um, I just kind of wanted to push that energy a bit more. And then, um, I forgot who it was, but someone was like, yo, you don't, you don't curse in your music. And it's really, it's really cool. Um, they're like, yo, you remind me of my favorite rapper NF. I'm like, who's that? Uh, and, uh, it was, uh, it was, I forgot who was I with. I think it was, I was with one of my close friends and his, his, um, his friends and his girlfriend. They're like, yeah, there's like four of them. And they like showed me like NF and I was like, yo, this guy's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I like I get, I get inspired like from all kinds of music, you know? Um, and, um, this stuff is really good. Um, what I like about his, uh, work is that he, he's really good at singing is his, I think is like singing is super underrated. Mm. That's the first thing that caught my ear with him. Oh. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's like a, like a lot of influence that comes from his stuff into mine and with other artists too. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Anything else? Oh, I've got more. Okay. You okay. Go ahead. Space. The cornfield yeah. thing, was that an actual cornfield you were in for that video? Like, or what kind of field was that? Oh man. Yeah. That was, uh, that's my director cam. That guy. Man, that was a phenomenal a video. Oh yeah. He's a, he, um, co-directed, uh, Olivia Rodrigo's, um, that, that one really big song. Um, good for uh, you. No, the, the driver's license. 
driver's license oh, yeah wow. yeah yeah cool. and he's a he's in the he's like an independent director too he's just really good at what he does and he had like this really cool storyboard he presented me he's like yo we're gonna go to this cornfield and you're gonna be rapping in it and we're gonna get some <laughs> shots and we're gonna get your fans to come out you know to those weren't those are um those are fans that drove from everywhere to be in the video my goodness out of state they flew in that's crazy i didn't even know my director just said it last minute he's like yeah we're gonna get your fans we we put out a you know uh wow thing and how they were just hiding in the different pockets of the cornfield and you were just walking around and like just talking about space like it was really well done told the story yeah it was a it was it was a really cool experience like that whole video it was a long day but i love how it came out and i loved meeting like i didn't think like when he told me um excuse me um that that people that he didn't want to hire people he wanted the fans to come and be cool to get that experience you know it's just kind of like a a a cool thing to just look back on I, i wasn't sure if anyone would even come but we had people that literally like they drove from like four or five states over because they they just wanted to make the road trip people flew in from like new york Mm -hmm. um and then what was really cool was that after their all their stuff was done it's like like 80 people there um um that they all kind of like stayed after for like two hours and kind of like set up this like meet and greet by themselves with like the security at the front they're like yo is it cool you know uh to, you know i had no idea my crew and i we had night so i come i come out and like they're just all there and they and they had my music playing on like this beat pill <laughs> and the and 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 the, the the people that you know worked at that that facility they're like yeah they want to take pictures with you i'm like okay you know so um yeah that was a really cool experience that was awesome is that like okay i got two questions really to end it but number one what do you tell because i think it's important and you've been like literally the best at talking about mental health of anybody we've talked to any people out there i say teenagers a lot of times because that's a bunch of our audience but really anybody that is struggling or has struggled with mental health stuff hasn't gotten help, doesn't know if help would even help. And like, what Mm -hmm. do you say to somebody who like has gone through a lot, you've gone through a lot that hasn't gotten help or hasn't gotten the right help? Like, what would you push them towards or advise them? Um, Well, what I would say is that if you're doing something like if you go see a therapist and it isn't because you wanted to go, you're not going to be as receptive. Mm. So, um, but I would say to anyone is to have just an open mind because I'm as stubborn as it comes. You know, I thought like, you know what, I can figure it out myself or, uh, you know, I don't really feel like talking to someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm paying them. So it's like, you know what i'm paying them for, so they can talk to me you know what i mean but the thing is like um honestly it's like the best decision i ever made because these are you know they're doctors in their own right and a lot of them are very empathetic and then they understand what you're going through and like 
um, they can help you in a lot of ways that you probably wouldn't even have thought, or they can help you um, find uh, what the real issue is that you probably wouldn't have thought. Um, I think, uh, I honestly believe everyone in the world should go to therapy, at least try it for a month. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you almost everyone will probably stay. Um, the thing is, um, what, what I've, what I've learned from going to therapy, um, and what's like most important to me is understanding that, understanding your, your boundaries and your values. And when you understand those things, you understand how to stand up for yourself. So a lot of the times people that don't go to therapy, people feel like depressed or anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, they have a hard time standing up for themselves where they feel defeated, you know, or they feel unheard. And the thing is like to empower yourself where you feel strong and you feel good. Mm -hmm. You kind of need to understand yourself a bit more and, and it's okay to like, um, have that that help you know and 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 the the word help i feel like comes with like a negative connotation yeah, like, that there's something right. wrong with you or, or that you're not you know good enough and that's like completely the opposite mm-hmm. i think um um i i i just the word like help doesn't really sit right with me because i feel yeah. like um I, I like the word like you know empower if you want to empower mm-hmm. yourself more you want to feel good you want to yeah. feel better you want to take action mm-hmm. then you should get, go to therapy you know um one yeah. google search away therapist near me i know and especially yeah. when you find somebody or ivan when you ask people around you you get feedback because some people have been themselves but they don't really talk about it and they would if you asked me like hey do you know of anybody that's good and my wife and i she does the same thing i do ivan so Nick's had the privilege of two therapists growing up his whole life. So um, I'm not sure what that means, but we had this same conversation about the paying and the money and whether it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And I believe because it can be expensive and a lot of people bring up the notion, which I think just uh, minimizes it, but of the idea of somebody paying to just talk to somebody. There's two reasons for it. Number one, it's for the skill and expertise of somebody. It's somebody who is trained specifically to do that skill. The second, though, which is the critical one, is I am paid and invested in a relationship with somebody because I only see a certain number of people in the week. I'm invested now in this relationship with you. And if I wasn't paid and I was just there, I I could come or go, or I can't be with you today, or I don't want to, I'm in this relationship and invested and care about your well-being. I don't want you to be here five years from now. I don't want you to be here any longer than you have to. And I believe in who you can become. And so I hope people can hear your message, what you just said, that give it a try and you would be shocked at the end. Uh, It's like 12-step programs say, uh, give us a try for 90 days, come to meetings. We'll be glad to refund your misery if you want your money back. It's just give you your misery back, go back out on the streets. But it's the same with therapy. You can go back to your life if it doesn't work. But thank you for that. And the second, the final question I had was, um, for us, what should we react to next for you? You've got so much music, but if we've done this time, space, and lost, what? give us the next two or three we should do of your music. Um, I'm gonna write it down. I would say a hundred percent 
you should react to my next song coming out called used to be it should be out probably around sometime the end of this year wow cool yeah okay what else one um, that i could do like now uh, another one you could do now <laughs> um what which ones have you heard already we've done lost space and this time okay i kind of want you to uh a, a lot of people love these two songs i would i think they would get a kick out of you uh watching it it probably um and they have music videos would either be uh my way or one two three four oh okay yeah cool i love it we'll ask <laughs> zach because he'll he's probably already uh, heard yeah, it he's already heard it sure. we're gonna do those for sure ivan thank you so much for being a part of our podcast and really for sharing your wisdom and your experience like i mean it's been phenomenal yeah. the the things you say given the life that you're living at such a young age is is really impressive to me and, and we really appreciate it yeah thanks for yeah. coming on and um being willing to talk to us about mental health because no it's really helpful no, you guys are positive great. and also yeah. everybody else so thank you so thank much you. thank you thank you i hope you guys have a great day <laughs> well there you have it ivan b uh that was such a great podcast we i think we definitely hit the nail on the head yeah. he talked so much mental health it was so cool i just i did not want that one to end for sure <laughs> mainly because he was so honest with what's happened in his life he was so clear at describing the value of mental health yeah but also his passion for music the guy loves making music and Love to make it. a decision like i'm just going to dive in and i'm going to go for it i'm going to be a rapper and i'm yeah. going to create music it totally reminded me of, of nf and when i grew up yes. like i want to be yep. a rapper like from a little kid be like, a rapper like just that whole part it totally reminded me of nf and so i think it it's cool how he did mention also that he didn't hear, didn't know who NF was, and then people told him about him, and and I now he's NF, a huge fan. So but to to cool. hear that song "Space," to see it in a cornfield, ask him about that, yeah, and then to think, man, his next video, if he makes another video, I want to have a fan video where we get to fly out. Mm -hmm. I want to be in one of those videos just to see him filming and to be a part of the process because his music has such a clear message and a great message, really. Had a blast. I still had a list of questions to ask that I didn't get to, but I wasn't going to keep him all day. Yeah. We got to respect his time, you know. He's, he's More a busy artists guy. to come. Let's just yeah. keep this going. This is my funnest part of doing all of our podcasts is the artist interviews. Yeah, they're so fun. So cool to just see, like, because I think, again, Ivan talked about how he's just a normal guy, too. Like, he yeah. has problems. He talked about his problems, and mm -hmm. I think that's so cool. Um, if y'all want to see the a little extra clip that you didn't get to see on this podcast, go over to Patreon or become a YouTube member, and there's going to be a little five to ten minute clip yep. of part of the podcast that you didn't get to see on YouTube. So if you want to see the extra five to ten minute clip, definitely become a YouTube member or go over to Patreon. It will it be on there. Another perk, yeah. as simple as it is, it's very affordable to be yeah. a YouTube member or a Patreon subscriber to get these little, all these extra added incentives. So cool. So it's totally worth it, especially yep. if you're a big Ivan B fan, you're definitely no going to check it out. 
because you might even get to hear Tom say something that I didn't think he was going to say. So, Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Let's see. But anyway, yeah. So go check that out. Anything yeah. else you want to say before we get? I just appreciate everybody who's listening to this podcast, made it what it is today, the channel that's grown so big, so fast, and so close. And Nick, thank you for pulling this all together. Because without you, this isn't happening. The engineering of everything, the setting up of all these appointments, you've arranged all of this with Ivan B. You, I do, I do have to happen. take credit. I did reach out to Ivan B. <laughs> Tom didn't that. even know. I'm like, I got Ivan B. And he's like, what? It is yeah. so awesome to just see the wheels turning and things happening. And man, I can't wait for his next piece of music. Yeah. The song used to be that's coming out by the end of the year. We're going to get cool. to that. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for watching this episode of the podcast and we'll see you on the next, next reaction, reaction therapy, therapy podcast, podcast.